my god, you're being psycho. I can't help it. Hey psychos, it's Karen. And it's Grace. And welcome to episode eight of eight. Eight of psychoanalysis. How are you, Karen? Pretty good, other than my sprained ankle and rash. <laughs> Karen and I were on a Zoom call last night, and apparently she's having a very rough week. Yeah, but all is well, because we have two beautiful guests with us today. How do you feel about being called beautiful? Eh, tight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we have here with us today my two brothers, Mason. Howdy. And Justin. Howdy. <laughs> Sound Good, literally nice the same. Uh, idea. There are Howdy. two different uh, people, if, if you can't tell. Had to match the tone. Yeah, they are two different people. Mason, do you want to give a little bio about yourself? So, I'm Mason, Grace's brother, <laughs> from the same household as Grace, shocker, Wonderful. Eudora, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, went to KU. I just graduated this semester, and I'm going to be starting at KU Med in the fall on the MD program. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Wonderful. And uh, sweet, Justin? Sweet. I'm Justin. I go to Eudora High School. I pretty much don't do anything. You play basketball. <laughs> I play basketball, but who knows? We probably won't even have a season. So. And you're going to be a senior. And I'm going to be a senior. <laughs> Grace said to walk him through every step. <laughs> do you have any other things that you want the audience to know about you? Not much. All right. Wonderful. Nice. Sweet, sweet. Well, if, for those of you who didn't know... Grace and her brothers were homeschooled the first how many years of your life? We were all homeschooled for different... 12-ish. We were all homeschooled for different time spans, but from around first grade to like sixth or seventh grade. I was homeschooled from the beginning. Yeah, the beginning... Okay, the beginning is preschool. I'm so sorry. Wait, you didn't go to preschool or kindergarten? No, I didn't go to preschool. I said I guess preschool I went. Oh, okay. I didn't go to kindergarten. You didn't go to kindergarten? Yeah, I did, did preschool, kindergarten? kindergarten. Huh? Did you go to kindergarten? I think so. I think I went to preschool and kindergarten twice, but they were the same. They were not the same place that they went to kindergarten. Oh. For some reason. I didn't go to kindergarten. You went to Miss Monica's. I went to Miss Monica's twice. Twice, dude. Failed preschool. <laughs> I had like two years of it. Wait, yeah, I think Ms. Monica's is just like, you go two years in a row and it counts as both. I I had a Miss Nancy and I went to her two years, so maybe that's a thing. Yeah, I went to the Giving Tree. Cute. Oh yeah, I remember so that. I wanna. So can you guys all say like when you started homeschooling, when you finished homeschooling, like slash when you went to public school, and why you started when you did and why you ended when you did. Okay, Justin, start. I uh, started homeschooling, like I said, after preschool slash kindergarten, whatever. And then I didn't stop until sixth grade. I went full-time for like the first week, but then my mom thought the math was too easy, so I had to stop. <laughs> and I left before math and did math at home, and that's the only class I took at home. And then seventh and eighth grade, I went full-time. Okay. I did preschool and kindergarten through the public school system, and then... I went to like first through third grade. I was homeschooled. And then fourth grade, since I was like the oldest one, my mom wanted to try and see what the public school would be like. So I went for one year of fourth grade. And it was fine, but 
I don't know. Apparently it wasn't good enough. Yeah. So <laughs> then I went fifth grade through pretty much sixth grade. I was homeschooled and I would go to a couple classes at the middle school. I think I went to like five classes at the middle school in seventh and eighth grade. Okay. Then high school, I went to high school like a normal student, full-time student. Yeah. Huh. And then I did first grade through sixth grade completely homeschooled. And then all of us throughout elementary school would go to the public school for one hour for like specials. So like PE and computers yeah. and music like and stuff. Art. And then seventh and eighth grade, I was at the public school for like five or six hours so that I, we could play sports in middle school. Okay. And then in high school, I started going full time. That's so interesting. I didn't know it was a thing to like only go to public school for like an hour. Yeah, I don't know how she got us into that. Like, I don't know if she had to like specially request it or something, but. I remember to play sports, we had to, you had to, I think, be in five hours. Yeah. And we had to, there was like a school board meeting. Do you remember that? Yeah, and we had to get a We had to go to the school board meeting and like mom went and like gave us proposal. And I guess the school board was like, all right, you can do it. So that was for seventh and eighth grade for me because that's the year when you could start playing sports. I don't think you Uh could do anything in sixth grade. But yeah, so we had to like sort it out the school board first. Well, and the weird thing I think is that like the Lawrence public schools, like you could do virtual school. So like mom, I think she was trying to get us to do like virtual school and then we wouldn't have to go at all and we could still just play sports. But I remember throwing a fit about that. I remember being like, no, like I want to go to school if I'm going to play sports and I don't just want to do like a virtual online public school because that's dumb. I think the virtual school, like we tried it for a little bit and it wasn't very good. It was horrible. I don't really remember what exactly was bad about it, but it just was not the move. It was not the move. I remember the history (laughs) lessons sucked. So do you guys know why your mom and dad decided to do homeschool? I think, well, I, I know my dad thinks that the public school system is a failure and that kids waste too much time. Like you just spend a lot of time sitting around doing nothing yeah. when you're at school, which is true. So that I think that was his reasoning. Yeah, I think it was a combination of that and probably religious reasoning. Mm-hmm. I know like my mom wanted us to, well, probably both my parents wanted us to like spend time like reading the Bible and stuff. And obviously you don't do that in public school. So a combination of like, they thought the school system wasn't adequate and they wanted to like teach us aspects of religion that weren't taught in schools. So I think that's the biggest reasons why. And I think that a lot, like the church that we were going to at the time, a lot of people there were homeschooling their kids. Like it was like the thing to do. Oh, so it was like kind of like not normal, but like regular. Right, like the the culture of that that. church was pretty much everyone was homeschooled. I don't even remember if I, like, I can't remember anyone, maybe like two families there didn't actually homeschool their kids, but pretty much everyone was homeschooled, yeah. So I think that's where, like, my mom felt like she had a bunch of people around her who, like, could support her and help her, and, like, if she had questions, people could. So did you guys, how did you, one of the things that I always think about, like, when... I hear people are homeschooled like how do kids make friends did you guys just like meet friends at church or did you was your neighborhood like your friends or what was it did you have friends Justin, you can answer this one first yeah yeah it was the deeds of church like Abel Brock and Hoff yeah shout out <laughs> well, that was about, and people that would just live near us like yeah. in Eudora like well, yeah. neighbors 
And then we played sports on like the, I don't know, the city team, like city rec league. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We would play sports there. So we met some friends through that stuff. And then we knew people from <clears throat> church. Yeah. And then like just in our neighborhood. But I think for the most part, like, we didn't really hang out with the people from church that often because it was like 45 minutes away from where we lived. Okay. And that was too much of a commitment. Yeah, people but always... it wasn't like you guys were like isolated. Like you had no. friends. No. Yeah, people would always ask me like when you started like going to public school, how did you know anybody? Or like did you feel like an outsider? But I already had like a friend group that was in my class because I played mm-hmm. like rec sports up until I basically started public school. So I pretty much knew everybody right off the bat and it was like a okay. small you know community anyways so it's not like there's a ton of people that you have to meet so i pretty much knew everyone when i started yeah, yeah. my graduating class was like 108 so okay not a ton of people there huh so when you guys were public schooled, there was a time where like all three of you guys were schooling at home at the same time yeah Probably the majority of the time, yeah. Okay, so what did those, like, daily routines look like? Well, we used to be in the basement. Like, the basement was unfinished. We had these two really big tables that we homeschooled on. Yeah. And that was, like, we had a big whiteboard on the wall. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that that well because that was pretty small. But that was wild. Yeah, I think we moved upstairs once Mason and I got to, like, third and fourth grade. Yeah. I mean, we had, like, a, like, crude routine kind of. Like, start around eight and then just once we got through our subjects like our mom would write out the list of subjects we had to do or like tasks on the board for each of us mm-hmm. and once we finished it we would like check this box and i mean there are different subjects from like a curriculum or like a combination of different curriculums that my mom bought books for and we uh-huh. would just work through those like one lesson every day and then probably get done at like what two yeah there were certain one thirty sometimes. Yeah, it kind of varied. There were certain things that like we needed help on, so like we couldn't do it independently. And there was other stuff that if she was working with like one of us, we could do something. But I remember a lot of times like she would be helping. I don't know, like Mason with math or something. And if I like had run out of things that I could do independently, I would just like go hang out somewhere. Dude, we take huge breaks. Yeah, like, thirty minutes in the middle of the day, go outside, play basketball, just or something. chill. Uh, but. There were some days where we would, like, wake up and we'd be like, we're going to get school done so early and just, like, work really dedicatedly and then we'd be done by, like, 11. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was lit. <laughs> I remember there were some days when mom would let us, if we really wanted to spend, like, a lot of time doing stuff, we could do, like, two days worth of school in a row. Like, mm-hmm. two lessons for every subject in a row. And then you wouldn't have to do anything the next day if you wanted to. Yeah. Or push it back until some point. That actually rocks. Yeah, it was pretty tight. I remember I was like like bogged down. I was like, oh, four o'clock and I've been working since eight. Dude. I'm wiped <laughs> out. I'm so tired. But so like not all of us had to do the same thing. So like we would say one of us like picked that we wanted to double up and then the other person didn't. And then one of us like decided that we were going to work really hard. So like Justin could be done by school 11 a.m. Mason keeps working until five and then I'm oh. just doing my regular stuff. So I'm done at like two. Yeah. So, like, we could... I think normally we tried to do the same thing as each other because who else are you going to play with? Like, we would always get mm-hmm. done with school and then be, like, waiting for other kids to get home from school. Yeah. Because we had no one to hang out with. So, I think, for the most part, we, like, chose to do the same thing at the same time. 
because otherwise we wouldn't be able to hang out with anyone. Interesting. So for the most part, you guys enjoyed it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that the transition homeschooling to public school is really hard. Mm -hmm. But I think that, I mean, I also have like really like little memory. (laughs) Like all the days sort of blend together. Like when I'm thinking about when I was homeschooled. And I think that's probably how it is a lot of times for kids in elementary school anyway. But I think I enjoyed it because I wouldn't, I don't think I would want to be homeschooled for like high school. Like I Yeah, think, definitely not. I think that is what I wouldn't want to do. Like if I had been like in public school for elementary school and then been pulled for high school, I don't think that would have been good. But I do, I think that like being homeschooled for elementary school was fine. Yeah. Would you guys homeschool your own kids in the future? Mm-hmm. It's possibly. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. That depends on a lot of stuff, like career, like how busy you are in your career and like what your spouse's or your partner's career path is like. Because, I mean, obviously my mom had to quit like a full-time professional job to mm-hmm. homeschool us, which is a lot like a big commitment. And it's scary too because she had like, um, she's a physical therapist. So she essentially lost her license because she hadn't been practicing for so long. And mm-hmm. recently she had to, uh, well, not recently, maybe within the what? Yeah, like four years. Four or five years. Yeah. She had to retake like the licensing exam to get her license back. Which is stressful. I mean, and you missed yeah. out on what? 10 years of practice. And so there's a lot of new developments in your field. That's a lot of work to do that. I don't know. I don't think I would homeschool my kids up to a certain point, like maybe middle school, but maybe elementary school. I don't know. That'd be... Something I would have to think about later down the road. Yeah. Yeah, I think the way that my parents did it was honestly like the best way to do it because she had a lot of other people around her who were helping her. And I think if you just like decide to homeschool your kids and you don't know anyone else doing it, it can be like impossible. Right. But she did a like a lot of work and researching like what textbooks to use for us, what <clears throat> curriculum was good. And then she would honestly like listen to our feedback too because I remember like we did like an online virtual school for one year and all of us were like we're absolutely like we hate this so no, much k-12 was we did like k-12 for like two years but we used to get k-12 boxes we'd get like three huge boxes at the beginning of the year full of like yeah the textbooks and like little science experiments and stuff and then we would like use that for storage just around the house so like these things like k through 12 like brightly colored yeah boxes <laughs> we got to the k-12 computer each year we did? We got a computer? Yeah, there's yeah a I remember computer. that. I don't remember that at all. It was drippy. Yeah, it was super <laughs> it awesome because we had that old white computer that was garbage. And then when that one would show up, I'd go crazy. Oh. I guess, yeah, I guess I do remember that before we got like the Mac that's in there. I think in general, so like back to the original question, would you homeschool your kids? I think if you, obviously you don't really know what's going to happen, but if you know that it can be successful, then maybe it's a good idea. But I know, like, for us, homeschooling was, like, largely a good idea and successful. But there are situations, for sure, when homeschooling is, like, definitely goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Whoever's teaching it doesn't know what they're doing. And, like, the kid just, like, basically runs wild for, for the whole day. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. learn anything. And then they become, like, maybe socially awkward because they don't interact with other kids for a couple years. Yeah. I think the biggest 
thing that people have against homeschooling is that the kids who get homeschooled are like socially awkward or don't know how to interact with people. And I think that like my parents did a really good job of making sure that we had kids to play with and interact Mm -hmm. with. And I don't really think that any of us like people would ever say that like, I don't know, there's like a homeschooling type. Yeah, I Big get. Time. Yeah, I get all the time. Like, wait, you don't seem like you'd be homeschooled, and it's like, yeah. well, I'm socially acclimated. So yeah, like if I had no idea that you guys were homeschooled, I literally wouldn't know. Yeah, because yeah, you, lots of people would yeah. ask me that. Like, dude, I didn't know you're homeschooled. It's because like their idea of like a standard homeschool kid is like, you know, you dress weird, you talk yeah. weird, you're like don't play any sports at all, you're like a social outcast basically honestly yeah, that stereotype is like it's, it's kind of funny it's, it's real re- it's really true though because when we would my mom had like a she found communities of other homeschool families like in the area and sometimes we would like meet up with those people and hang out with them and i remember there was one, we would go to this church i think and like <laughs> play basketball sometimes and justin and i were like would play basketball and people would come up and be like what are you guys doing yeah, we'd have to like, like describe the game of basketball yeah. to them i only oh play gosh. knitball <laughs> or yeah some, some made up like homeschool farm game or something seriously the kids are all burned out yeah so when we got to like i don't know fifth and sixth grade if there was a subject that my mom felt like she didn't know how to teach us very well there was a community in lawrence that was also like not associated with the public school but they <clears throat> like these moms would teach multiple kids so we would go to like classes of like i don't know six or seven people enrichment fridays yeah they're called enrichment fridays cute i think i took an english class and mason took like a science class Mm -hmm. which is your claim to why you want to be a surgeon now right yeah part of the roots of it a little bit so that was beneficial to me for sure justin did you do it no i just pulled up and like roamed the halls Dude, so you did nothing basically. Yeah, I didn't. I this had, like, had the honestly time. the worst homeschooling. No, experience. I had the, you had the best. Time. You didn't have to do nothing. Well, do so both of ever. Mason and I were both enrolled in high school, and Justin was still homeschooled. And my uncle, who lived across the street, just decided that he wanted to like take Justin on field trips all the time. So like once a week, Justin would be going to like Kansas City to do something with our uncle. That's like educational but like not really like field what were trips some of the, what were some of the trips you went on jay well we went to the college basketball experience like four times <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing is Learning when i didn't have like full school days i was like grinding so hard i don't think there was a day of like the year between like third and fifth grade that i didn't cry when i was doing math Bro, it was brutal yeah justin used to like sixth was... grade doing like freaking college algebra <laughs> i was like beating yeah. my head on the desk <laughs> Well, yeah, I think Justin just... Sixth grade doing diff EQ. <laughs> I wasn't even in advanced math, and I would cry every day in math, so... Nice. Fluid dynamics. Bad. Well, and Beating I... your head on the table. <laughs> I remember that. And I remember, like, you having such a hard time with it, but I don't, I don't think I knew at the time, like, what level of math you were actually doing. And so now I'm like, why didn't mom make you do that? Like, that's... Because I was lit. Math was easily my best subject. <laughs> and I was like, we also read books. We'd like read like freaking Shakespeare. We'd read super big books. Mom would read to us a lot, but we would have to read on our own. And I was like, yeah, going to the elementary school and seeing what the kids read there. I was like, dude, this is garbage. 
and we were reading like real books yeah kids reading like diary of a wimpy kid and we've like read war and peace for the sixth time that yeah. week <laughs> we read like Warren. great expectations by charles dickens yeah we read a charles like dickens five weeks and then the kids were reading like arthur goes to school uh we read <laughs> les miserables how do you pronounce that yeah les, les mis uh when i was in like sixth grade what yeah we were cultured which is like that's a book that's like adults struggle that's like with. advanced no that was terrible no i love that book i love that book <laughs> and like so i remember my mom would read to me and that's how i chose to finish most of my days like i wanted to do all my other work and then i wanted my mom to read to me and then justin a lot of times would like come and hang out and i remember he would come and hang out and like listen to these stories and i don't really know if he paid attention or not but there would be times where he'd be like making so much noise my mom's like you have to leave leave the room like i'm reading to grace <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think of other like homeschool drama I usually it was like we're not focusing or paying attention so we get in trouble yeah um, yeah what would happen if you guys got in trouble like would you just have to go take a time out or what you have to run laps in the cold yeah stuff. we'd have to run <laughs> <laughs> my mom would like just say all right go take a lap and you'd have to run a lap around the cul-de-sac yeah and get spankings heavy or sometimes if it was turbo bad we'd have to go up to my dad's <laughs> office because he worked from home most of the time oh my God. Go see the principal. And yeah she'd say go see the principal and it would be my dad <laughs> and my upstairs. dad's like working from home upstairs we come upstairs bawling and he's like what well, the hell is happening um i wasn't bawling most of the time i'm just gonna say that <laughs> but, yeah. we, we'd walk in there and just sit down and he'd be like what's up and he's like on a business call and then like we just sit there and he continues his call yeah mom thinks we're like, getting like reprimanded and he's just on a business call and we just sit there i do remember one time i didn't know how to spell a word we were doing spelling and i didn't know how to spell a word and my mom thought i was just being like stubborn and bratty and like wasn't answering because i didn't like i i knew it but i just didn't want to say it mm-hmm and I was like, no, mom, I don't know how to spell this word. And she was like, yes, you do. You know how to spell this word. And I just started bawling. And she sent me up to my dad's <laughs> office. And he was like at a meeting or something. So he wasn't there yet. And so I had to sit up there and wait till he got there. And then when he got there, he was like, why are you here? And I was like, mom sent me up here because I didn't know how to spell this word. And he was like, well, do you know how to spell it? And I was like, no. Well, like, have, why uh, am I here? We have like spelling lists each week. I remember. Because I think Mason's already in middle school. I don't know. But we'd have our spelling lists each week. And then, like, if we failed a word by the end of the week, they would get carried over to the next one. Like, on the next spelling list for the ne- next week. And Grace had, like, the same word for, like, a month. It was horrible. Bruh. <laughs> a month, Grace? Like, really? <laughs> I'm not good it. at spelling. Just learn how to spell it, Grace. Come on. <laughs> don't you think I would do that if I could? Probably. I guess you're just very bad speller yep that's so funny so did you guys have like breaks i know you said you would just like take little breaks and go play basketball but like did you have specific times that were like recess or lunch or breaks for something not really it was like every day was different yeah i mean we would eat lunch as long as we got our stuff done pretty much we could like you know if we finished one we couldn't just get up usually in the middle of a subject and leave like, if we were doing, like, a math lesson or grammar lesson or whatever, we were like, you just finish it out. But then after that, you could probably get up and do something if you want to. Then usually just eat lunch at, like, normal lunchtime. Yeah. So, it was pretty flexible, yeah. Yeah, like, normally just, 
I think we all, she, like my mom tried to have us all eat lunch at the same time because it was easier for her. She didn't have to take like three separate breaks to feed us. Yeah. But for the most part, like I think there, I do have memories of like us playing and all like being distracted from what we were supposed to be doing and my mom being like, get up here and finish your whatever. Mm. Like <laughs> when we would all just be like collectively, all of us three would be like, nope, we're not doing it right now. <laughs> So I think we got off track a lot of times. But, like, in terms of larger breaks, we would take, like, any time that um, regular school was off, I think we took that off also. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we ever did <clears throat> spring break. Did we do spring break? Yeah, we did. We did, because we went to St. Louis one. Oh, yeah. So we came up with all the nicknames for you. <laughs> yeah. We can go through those if you want, or we can bypass that, Grace. I don't know. Do you want to? <laughs> let's, stay, let's stay on topic. Let's yeah. skip the nickname sector. Okay. <laughs> we'll have an entire <laughs> episode on, like, Grace's nicknames, a whole podcast. There are so many. <clears throat> I know Stump. Isn't Stump one? Tree Stump. Yeah, Tree Stump, Greg. Tree Stump. St. Louis trip nickname. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you remember when mom used to incentivize us to do certain things, like in school? With, like, hot tamales. Reward us. Really? I was talking to her on... Our trip to Colorado on a bike. There was a time when we had to learn a list of prepositional phrases, like oh, every yeah. single one ever made in the English language. Mm-hmm. And if we did that, she would buy us a Webkins. Dude, I remember oh, that. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. that's and sick. And we all we all did it on the same day. Like we all passed we all pulled it up to the toy store, and nice. so she drove us to the Lawrence toy store, and we picked out a Webkins. But it was, it was only Webkins Mini for that. I remember it was like after I finished my math book, she gave me like a regular size Webkins, and I bought an owl. I, I don't really... Oh, yeah, I do remember the prepositional phrases because I remember that was long. Behind, below, between, beside. Yeah. I think there's a prepositions, honestly. I don't know. Yeah, well, those are... Presu- you failed yeah. us. Well, we used to do daily grams. Yeah. <laughs> My, like, knowledge of the English language was higher in fifth grade than it's ever been because I used yeah. to know, like, subject of the predicate and, like, mm-hmm. all this yeah. insane garbage. We did daily grams. I we- should honestly, like buy one of those books and start doing them myself because yeah. they were really like thorough and but it was easy learn how to like, speak and like read and like write a lot better yeah i was probably a better writer in high school than i am now honestly Same. daily daily grams you'd have to annotate a sentence so you have to like break it down and label each word for what it was actually doing in the sentence and then you'd have to like do the similes matching i remember you had to like correct a sentence so you would take whatever was wrong with the sentence and have to identify it and most of the time it was fairly easy but i remember there were times where i was like i this is so complicated some of the times it was super hard like you'd sit there for like an hour trying to figure it out that was my least favorite oh my subject God. by far i Those loved hard. it that was fun daily grams I loved daily grams. i think i would work ahead like daily grams was one of those subjects that i would work ahead i would do like three days in one day and then i would mm-hmm. be finished with the book like halfway through the school year and then you just get a new one yeah then i would just get a new one and start over (laughs) it didn't really do anything for me huh so what would you guys say was the worst thing about being homeschooled homeschooled but also what is the best thing hmm hmm best thing was probably just knowing that like you're getting done the same or more that all the kids are at the elementary school in like a quarter of the time. Yeah. And you're actually having fun. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. There's less time, like you're not waiting in line to leave a class to go to another class or waste time at lunch or waste time waiting for the you know teacher to corral some crazy kid who's doing something stupid. Yeah. And you have like a dedicated person who will work with you at whatever pace that you're mm-hmm. going. 
and I think that like any kid in any schooling like that, that, that's really beneficial mm-hmm. so that's pro- easily the best thing yeah having an intelligent mom also helps yeah if mom was a complete bozo yeah then that would have been a, a totally story, different experience yeah. but i mean luckily and none of the stuff she had to teach us was like super advanced like we said we stopped before high school but mm-hmm. still to like teach kids especially that are like distractible consistently every day that would be a lot of work that's so much work especially i feel like your own kids would be harder because like you have to i don't know deal with them even when school's over like you don't get a break yeah it's not like your your class just leaves and you're free to relax you have to like drive us around get groceries and stuff for us later yeah yeah props to her i think the worst thing is probably like the i don't know the transition back to public school or just like the rap that homeschooling kids get generally is like it's Mm. it's really tiring to just have people say like there's no way you were homeschooled and it's like well if you do it right it's not that bad and like a lot of parents just don't do it in a way that like actually helps their kids Mm -hmm. i forget about it a lot i'm like yeah i just don't think about it and i'm like oh yeah i was homeschooled i was thinking about sometimes kids will be like you remember in, like, second grade, and I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, no. Oh, I was homeschooled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a lot of moms like that, too. My friends would forget even, and they, like, explicitly knew that I was homeschooled. Yeah. They would say, remember, like, like what Justin just said, they would ask me about, like, memories from elementary school or, like, middle school teachers, and I wouldn't know. And they'd be like, what? Oh, yeah, right, you're homeschooled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I think that's exclusive to, like, small-town schools because we all went to the same elementary yeah. school, middle school, and high school. But I think if you go to, like, a bigger high school, no one's really going to be asking. They'd just be like, one time my elementary school teacher in this grade did whatever. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see how it would have been different for us if we were, like, part of a larger school district. Yeah. Like a big Blue Valley school or something. I feel like that would have been a lot harder. I think it would have, too, because we wouldn't have, like, known as many people. Yeah. You know, like you get into your grade and pretty much everyone's new just because it's so big. But in Eudora, like and within the first week, you pretty much know everyone already. Yeah. And I think the stressful thing about stuff like that is like everyone's new, but everyone there has already done school before. <clears throat> so they know what it's like to like be around 25 kids in a mm-hmm. class and like have passing period and all this stuff. And it, I feel like it would be a lot easier to get lost. Mm-hmm. Like... Not fi- not literally, but like figuratively, like yeah. yeah, just fall through the cracks. And yeah, exactly. Like my school district had nine elementary schools, three middle schools, and two high schools. Dang. So I feel like that would be like a way different story if you guys lived where I live. Yeah, we'd probably just be not that we were like big shots in Eudora, but we'd probably be like nobodies in like a big school district. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if. In a small That's town, so if you, like, suddenly show up, not suddenly, like, they knew who we were, but if you're at school one year, you know, everyone pays attention to, like, the new kid in, like, a small school district like that, uh-huh. at least for a little bit, and especially if they already knew us from sports, you know, we kind of just fit in and already had a friend group. Well, yeah. I think there's a pretty direct correlation between, like, popularity and sports skills, and that lasts kind of throughout all of high school, so... We were pretty good at sports, so like we'd be on the right team. We'd be friends with the kids that are also good, and then those kids, once we actually started going to school, those kids are like popular. So it's like yeah, we fit in pretty well. Yeah, and I think that like it's 
a lot better for the teachers because the teachers then understand your situation and they're able to empathize and like give you a little bit extra support at the beginning. Whereas like if you're at a big school, I don't like, I think you like your parents could reach out specifically to those teachers, but I don't even know if like our parents like told all the teachers that we had like, Hey, all the teachers are coming in. I think it was just like a known thing. Yeah. This kid's homeschooled. They're going to not know what to do yeah. like the first week. And I remember the first time I ever went through a lunch line, that was like the most stressed I've probably <laughs> ever been in my entire life. Oh, okay. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> no, Maybe. it's not. It was so stress true. At all. I was like, peak, I was like, where do I go? Moment. What do I do? How do I grab this? How do I pay? What if I don't like, what if I, I didn't bring yeah. money. Like I had no idea that there's just like a lunch fund that like your parents put money into and that you uh-huh. just like say a number so i like got up to the front and she was like what's your lunch number and i was like nah what i don't i don't know i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> horrible well, glad you got that under your belt greg it sucked yeah i was gonna ask what the hardest transition was like going from homeschooling to public school for for grace it's obviously the lunch line <laughs> lunch lunch line like blew grace's mind <laughs> took her to a new reality for me it was probably grades because in like being homeschooled we didn't like i mean we didn't have like grades on subjects we would get like my mom would review all of our work and if we had like problems she would fix it Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like we had grades for anything we wouldn't get graded on papers we would like we knew what the problems were but like the whole idea of grades I knew what they were and like I knew like the grading skill and everything but the fact that every single thing I did had like a letter and like a number percentage assigned to it was new to me not that it was like super stressful but I was just not used to that stuff before yeah yeah that's an interesting thought because then it like gets into this you could dive deeper into this whole like critique of academia as Mm -hmm. like you're not actually helping people by just giving them a letter grade and that's not necessarily to say that, you know, the way teachers are doing things are wrong, but, like, it takes a lot of time to individually, like, sit down with a student and explain to them, like, this is what you're doing wrong, this is what you're struggling with, mm-hmm. here's how you can work on it, rather than just being like, you get a B. Yeah. I think if any everyone in the education system had time to, like, sit down with students one-on-one and do that, it would be more beneficial to mm-hmm. them, but obviously, like, there's not time. Yeah. I never really like if you have 25 kids, you can't do that. It makes sense, yeah. I was like pretty stressed because I would do these math things that were really hard, and then I would like miss like five out of the 20 problems, and I would be like, dude, that's 75% or whatever. And I'd be like, like, when I get a C, yeah, when I was Mm -hmm. at home. And then that's the issue is because then like I'd pull up, I was was pretty stressed about thinking that I was going to get C's, assuming that public school is just as hard. And I pulled up and I was like, oh, this is like super easy, never mind. Yeah. Not like super easy, but it's like it's not nearly as yeah. hard. It's Different. not like yeah. yeah. Cuz I remember there was this like special science curriculum that I had. It was just a textbook, but there were like like example like practice tests that you could take and I had to do those. And I think this was in like 7th grade maybe cuz I did science still like from home school and there was one test I remember I got like a flat like 70 on and I was like, "Dude, that's pretty bad." But then <laughs> Like, it wasn't as difficult in public school. So I think the focus definitely shifted a little bit from, like, how good your work is to how good your grade is, Uh which, you know, sometimes grades don't obviously correlate with how 
hard you're trying you can like just wing something kind of and get a decent grade but luckily i learned from homeschooling i think to focus more on the quality of my work and like if i'm actually learning anything rather than grade so it was still new to have grades but it wasn't like detrimental to my education right that's so interesting justin what was the worst thing for you the worst thing transitioning to public school the was, yours was also great well it was like nothing was really hard because i knew the first time i ever pulled up to any public school's fourth grade i went to the first time i ever went to specials and i pulled up and it was like miss Peavy's class and like jason keaton were in there and i was like dude i play soccer with these kids doesn't like these are my bros and i was like i already knew them so they were like oh what's up and i just like walked with them and it was like yeah. perfectly smooth ever since then but mm-hmm. i never really had a difficult transition ever i think your transition that was hard was like the concept of having other adults besides mom and dad who were in charge of you no i was just like i remember just being furious with like class periods that were so boring like yeah. miss jackson's class was like the first class i ever took like sixth grade what did she teach it was like it was english sixth grade english and it was like dude this is the most boring class and it's so <laughs> easy and it's like we don't do anything mm-hmm. so i really appreciated miss cross which is like the teacher that was like most similar to mom probably that i've ever had yeah miss cross was because she was like every day we're doing something new and if you don't want to keep up then you're out and i was like dude this is like back in the day when i was homeschooled yeah so i think that's just what i was used to i don't know yeah Yeah. and i think i remember like you having a hard time talking to teachers about problems that you were having like i think i never had problems no you never (laughs) had problems yeah never never had problems um (laughs) nice I'm yeah, kidding, I, I think not. I think all of the problems that I had transitioning were just, like, socially. Like, I didn't really have any problems with mm-hmm. grades or anything like that. But I think not even necessarily, like, with other students, but, like, I had a hard time understand, like, because there is a transition from, like, being at home all the time. You do whatever you want. You wear whatever yeah. you want. And then when you go into a public school, it's more like there are certain acceptable ways to dress. There are certain acceptable right. ways to do things. Like, I remember one time I wore like a pair of jeans and then like a skirt over the pair of jeans bro what <laughs> yes because i thought i looked so cute and then i showed up to school and everyone was treating me weird that day and i remember Dude. like i Aww. remember like stuff like that was like hard for me to learn because it was like just because i liked it doesn't mean yeah like why does everybody else like care so, so you were like that weird homeschool kid who dressed no i think grace is trying to say like i was you know i was trendy i was fashionable no but then one day i wore a skirt over my blue jeans and it was horrible okay maybe i was that i I don't know social it was maybe that was an odd fluke day for you it was an odd fluke day for me but i think it was hard for me to like i don't know i think i felt weird because obviously like the kids i knew already were welcoming me into like their social group but anytime i didn't have a class with them I was like, what do I, who do I talk to? Like, what do I do? Yeah. I don't understand how to act right now. So I think like most of the time it was okay, but I had a few classes where if I didn't know anyone in the class already, I was like, I'm doomed. This is, yeah. I'm done for. But I think the best part about going to public schools, it was like, I wasn't just sitting in a room with like my family. I was like in a class with my friends. And I remember one of the first days of sixth grade when I first started going full time, I got two minors in middle school and one of them was probably the fourth day I pulled up and I was sitting between two of my friends that I knew and one of them was like Mason's friend's little brother that would come to our house sometime and I was just like making jokes in the back of the class during a video and then I got in trouble I was like dude 
No way. This one was like, <laughs> what? I can't talk while the teacher's talking? Yeah. Wild. Well, the whole idea that, like, in public school, there's, like, a structure to everything. You don't just get in trouble. You get, like, documented trouble. Yeah. Like, you get, get a, a minor. Citation. And, like, you switch classes and you have lockers and there's a lunch line and there's, like, you pay for lunch and stuff. That whole idea was probably the another, like, difficult part of the transition. Yeah. You know, and grades. You don't just have, like... Yeah. Like, our mom doesn't just sit down and say, like, this is what you should probably fix on this. This is what you did well. It's just, like, you get grades now. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, if we're being bad, you know, you go take a lap. All of a sudden, you have, like, a minor, and it's, like, recorded in, like, the school database or something stupid like that. Yeah, I don't even I mean, know those where weren't like those things, honestly. It's those weren't insurmountable. Like a placebo effect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, like, deep down, I was pretty much used to it, but, like, just the structural things <laughs> yeah. were... A little bit strange to me but like it wasn't really hard to adapt honestly and i think all of us like it's not like we had no idea what school was like before going like we all had it right you had like a little introduction yeah like we knew what school was like we knew that there were rules but i think the biggest difference is like going from you do things in whatever order you want to do them you can do them at your own pace however Mm -hmm. fast or slow you want to do it and then going from that to like there is structure. Even if you finish early, you still have to sit in this class for another 20 minutes or whatever. And that was like, wait, what? Stupid. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. Like, I remember being like, this doesn't really, this is not the most efficient way to do these things. Huh. A bit strange. But So, I know, probably, wait, what were you going to say? Oh, nothing. Uh, Pretty much nothing important at all. Probably <laughs> a lot of people, I mean, like, at least I had this question that I always thought about like did you guys stay in your pjs all day or did you like have to change or like what were the rules on that i got dressed well i also didn't i didn't like have pjs ever yeah i'll be honest i've never technically owned a pair of pjs okay yeah. but like <laughs> same <laughs> would you just like roll up out of bed or yeah, did you, you have to like get ready pretty presentable my mom would yeah. like, make me go like flatten my hair out okay you know we could, if I pulled up looking like garbage, she'd be like, okay. Pulled yeah. up. Pulled she'd up make to you the downstairs. Your... No, and also you had to be on time. If I woke up, I would wake up usually like 7.30. And if I wasn't downstairs by like 8, my mom would come up and be like, hey, you got to get down here. It's yeah. Starting. There was like, uh, you had to be like, eat, have eaten breakfast and be ready to do school by 8. Okay. And I think we were allowed, I don't think we were allowed <clears throat> to wear like our PJs. There wasn't like any sort of dress code though. Right. So, like, you could wear basically whatever you wanted as long as it wasn't what you slept in. Are you playing with matches? My (laughs) typical outfit would be, like, you know, I'd wake up and put on usually, like, a Versace jumpsuit and some Gucci loafers. Yeah, (laughs) something casual. But from, like, kids, you know, kids' sizes. Yeah. So, that's pretty much what I was rocking with. Sometimes I would throw on, like, a, you know, iced out Rolex and stuff, but Mm -hmm. then I'd be distracting. Nothing too crazy. My mom yeah. would yell at me. Only for special days. Yeah. We pulled up on baller field trips, though. Yeah, we went on a lot of really cool field what trips. What kind of field trips would you guys do? We'd go to, like, the butterfly farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, went to, like... we pulled up on some legendary field trips to the butterfly no, we went, farm. We went to, like, uh, the looking glass or whatever they call it. The kaleidoscope? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. The looking glass. Isn't it like, a book or something? Through the looking Anyways. glass. <laughs> Uh, we did. We went to like Kaleidoscope, which is a place in Kansas City for like an interactive learning experience for little mm-hmm. kids. Uh, Science City, 
which was dope. That was the best one. Best one. Is that like a science museum or? Is it? uh... It's kind of like an interactive science. It's almost like a museum. It's kind of like a. It's like a kids' play place with like cool science experiments. Yeah, so it's. I think it's technically a museum, but you go in and there's like, like a cloud simulator, so you can like make clouds and then. There's like different there's, like, puzzles that you have to solve. That's like twenty feet in the air that you can ride. Yeah, because it has like the proper amount of it's got, like, bricks balance balanced underneath it based on your weight and stuff like yeah. that. It's like a scientific amusement park almost. Basically, for oh, that's like sick. kids. So would you guys take like whole days out of your week to go on a field yeah. trip? Yeah. We'd have to do like more work the day before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be like, well, tomorrow we're going on a field trip, so you have to do like double double up basically. Yeah. How often would you guys go on field trips? Maybe like once a month. Yeah, it was kind of a rarity, but towards when I was like in fifth grade, that was like my last year, my mom was about to go back to work. Towards the end of the year, we pretty much stopped like doing any work. Yeah. I remember towards the end of the first semester, like before Christmas, we found this online tutorial for this really complicated gingerbread house. It was like a log cabin. And we spent like four school days just not doing school, making that for like eight hours a day. It was like super intricate and intense, and like I yeah. just didn't do anything. Yeah, that rocks. I think we would normally, yeah, like once a month, and maybe even not that frequently. But we would go. I think we would go sometimes with other homeschooling families. Like we went to the Deanna Rose Farm with mm-hmm. like a petting zoo with other families a couple of times. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, we would go to like zoos, museums. Sometimes there was one time Uncle Wayne took us to like a air traffic controller yeah, station. Yeah, a plane show or something. Yeah, I don't really remember that very well, but it would just be like random. Usually she would try to make it educational to some extent, but then sometimes, sometimes it was it just wasn't. like we would literally crazy. go see a movie in the movie yeah. theater. Yeah. Like I think there were times where she just like needed a break and she's like, all right. Yeah. We're taking field a field trip. trip to the movies. Everyone shut up. <laughs> I think for her, like, I think a lot about, not a lot, but when I think about the situation, that would be, like, pretty stressful. Because at that time, our dad was, like, starting his new business. And you're, like, a young, you know, you're young parents with young kids. Yeah. And my mom quits her full-time job to, like, homeschool us. You know, that'd be, like, pretty sketchy. Well, you also yeah. don't, like, have a direct comparison of how your kids are doing compared to kids in normal school, so you don't really yeah. know if they're behind or something. Yeah. It's kind of a guess. You know, yeah. you're just hoping that you're, like, teaching your kids well. And then mm-hmm. there would be, I know, like, I didn't really recognize this when I was a kid, but I'm sure, like, going to the grocery store with mom, you know, it's, like, one in the afternoon on, yeah. like, a Wednesday, and you just see these kids walking through the grocery store when they should when they're at the age when they should be in school you know i'm sure yeah my mom felt awkward at times about that Mm -hmm. that would be like outside playing during the day like it would be like noon i'd go take a break and go outside and like the neighbors would be like huh well i'm sure all the neighbors knew but either way yeah i'd go to the rec center pretty much every day like right around like three before every other kid gets there and so the people there know like this kid didn't just walk from school yeah he just got dropped off so i don't know Yeah, I think it was probably a lot harder for her than, like, we ever really thought about it. Have you guys ever talked to her about it, like, since? I think a little bit. Yeah, we talk about, like, homeschooling stories and... Yeah. Yeah, we've we've talked to her about it. Okay, yeah. 
Like, it's not like a sit down and debrief on like, okay, so how was it? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, remember yeah. that thing yeah. that we did? Like, It'd be interesting like to stories. hear from her perspective, like, if it was more stressful than having you guys in public school or less stressful. I yeah, know you're probably yeah. older. Like, you guys were older once you went to public school, so, like, I'm sure she was just like, okay, whatever, they know what they're doing, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. It definitely affects, I mean, if you spend that much time with, like, your parent when you're younger it definitely affects like your relationship with them in the future yeah and like your educational goals yeah so i would say for me overall it was like beneficial Mm -hmm. yeah i would agree it's certainly i mean i graduated from high school a year early and i think i only did that one because i knew like someone else who had done it already and also because i had already had this view of education and it being something that like is for you there's not like a structure that you have to follow Mm -hmm. like whatever you needed to do to get the best education for yourself you can do and i think that that's like that flexibility is something that like if you grew up going to public school you wouldn't necessarily have yeah yeah i'd say homeschooling like overall in general is like a big risk at times because yeah. the early years of a kid's life, they're really impressionable. And those are like really essential years to make sure you're learning properly and being like socialized properly. Yeah. And if you don't do that right, then like there can be like serious consequences down the line. Like maybe you don't care about school or you're socially awkward. So it's definitely a big risk. Luckily for us, like, our mom did a great job and we turned out fine, I think. Mm-hmm. But there were definitely kids who I, I've seen and I've heard stories about who, for some reason, like their parents decided to homeschool them, but they definitely should not have done that. Yeah. Like it yeah, turned it out to be right a big mistake. Structure at home. And I think it was probably really good for us to go to preschool and kindergarten in a public setting. Like mm-hmm. I think that that those two like statistically are like probably the most vital and impressionable years of a kid's education so i think like those two years us being around other kids was really good because i think that we from a very early age we're used to being around other kids it's not like we were just like shut up from the beginning and then we were slowly acclimated like we were used to being around kids and then we went and we were homeschooled so i think that like having those social skills set up early was probably the most important thing yeah yeah and staying active in sports so that we had you know we knew all the kids who played sports in our community was a great way to socialize also i think it definitely would have turned out differently if we didn't play sports yeah Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't have known nearly as many people when i started public school so that was i'm glad we did that also yeah it's also interesting well, do you guys have any final thoughts to share? Any do you want to, like, each of us share, like, our favorite story? Yeah, let's do it. I'll try to think of one. You know, just a little crash course. <laughs> Justin hates this. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I just, I don't remember anything really standing out. You don't remember anything? I remember when we were still downstairs, I think Mason did something to piss me off. And we had those, like, whiteboards. And I think that, like, I don't remember what I wrote, but I remember I wrote something on your whiteboard because, like, we had his and then mine was below his. Mm -hmm. And I think I wrote something on his. 
in like Sharpie so it couldn't be wiped off. And I remember I got in a lot of trouble for that. Do you remember that? Not really. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, definitely seems like something that would have happened. Yeah. For sure. I also remember one time I lied to my mom and I told her I had done spelling when I hadn't, <clears throat> which is like... Like, why would you? How do you get that? away with... Like, yeah, what what was I thinking? But I remember, like, telling her, like, I did spelling already. Like, I did it. I'm done. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. And she was like, okay, you did it. And then for the next 24 hours, I was so guilty. I felt so bad for lying. I just remember being like, oh, she believed me. Oh, I didn't think I would get this far. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah. Justin, do you have one? Or do you need to think more? I have one. Mm, you good. I remember... <clears throat> so we would do state assessments i guess oh my god we yeah kind of, like it's kind of contradicting ourselves because just a minute ago we said we had no way to like gauge how we were doing against other kids which is like for the most part true but we could also do state assessments that every kid took yeah we called them maps in minnesota yeah so it's like a standardized you can basically yeah. see where you are in comparison to other people and we would like before those would happen my mom would like we would do pretty intense studying for them mm -hmm. and i mean we always did well but i remember going to the state assessment facility and taking the test and then afterwards like my mom was like i'm gonna reward you guys so she took us to spangles <gasps> yeah and i got Dude. this breakfast bowl thing yeah. and i got like really bad food poisoning from it <laughs> and i hated spangles what a reward what yeah a exactly reward. it was magical yeah, it was at, like, this hotel in Lawrence. <clears throat> it was, like, set up in one of the hotel booths. And I remember that was, like, the most intense test I think I've ever taken. Like, maybe even more intense than the ACT. Because as a kid, I didn't really have a... <laughs> what? what? Grace. No way. They hate me. Not, Grace's most intense... Really. Her most like stressful life experience. <laughs> her most stressful life experience was the lunch line in, like, first grade. <laughs> And then her most stressful test was like fourth grade Leave me alone. grammar test. Oh my God. But I remember because I had no concept of like what it was for. Like I didn't realize that it was just like to see where you are at. And yeah, like generally kids in Kansas. I was like, so I thought it was like something really important. Like something that goes to the government, like of the right. whole country. And then if you're bad, like you have to start over. Yeah, and so I remember being like, oh my god, this is so intense. And, like, it was timed, and you had to, like, finish certain time, like, certain <laughs> sections in a certain amount of time. And I remember being like, oh my god, what if I don't fin Like, the amount of anxiety I had around that <laughs> test was insane. God. Thinking about, like, mom's anxiety for those, that must have been, like, pretty tough. Yeah. Because imagine if you're, like, you know, you get the results back and your kid was, like, just did horrible yeah and yeah you know that like all your teaching has been like pretty pointless they didn't learn anything they're behind yeah. other kids in public school that would be like pretty freaky luckily we were like 95th percentile yeah. so, I had to take this, so like, no big deal yeah i had to take some this year and i remember like the beginning of this year I had to take science or something and i literally did not try at all because it's like it doesn't matter yeah yeah if you have like a tenth of a brain cell you can get a pretty if you have the IQ of like very a high score brick, you can pretty much do pretty well. On those. Score out of like one zero to like five hundred, and if you don't get like a four hundred and eighty, you're probably very stupid. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Justin, do you have a good memory? Um, I just remember when we were in the basement. I remember thinking of 
hearing about all the stories of like like I feel like the most prominent thing that I learned was about like the Revolutionary War and George Washington and stuff. Thomas Jefferson, the founding father stuff. So they're mm-hmm. like painted as like gods to me. Yeah. I remember every morning playing like the I don't know, some America the Beautiful song. Not every morning, but playing that a bunch on this little radio. I was like, dude, I want to go to America. I live in Kansas. And I remember telling this to my mom. I was like, when I grow up, I'm moving to America. And she's like, you live in America. And I was like, dude, I live in Kansas. So for like two years, I was just mad confused. I was like, dude, I live in Kansas, not America. I was like, I live in Eudora. So you're mad dumb for two years. <laughs> I was stupid for a while. That's hilarious. You wanted to immigrate to the United States? <laughs> this is like a dream of mine. Because I was like, I want to get on like another Mayflower and come to the United States and just... Dude, there's so many names like USA, United States, America, Kansas, Eudora. Thought they were all separate. I live in like 50 different places at once. Dumbfounded. Um, (laughs) but there's like this book, these books called Dear America books. Oh, yep, yep. And I remember reading those. I like my favorite thing when we were homeschooled was to read non, no fiction, historical fiction books. Yeah. Those were my favorite. No. I was were pretty good. Yeah, they were so good. And I was like, like <clears throat> my I think my mom learned that like that's the best way I could learn about certain time periods in history. So I would have yeah. history lessons, but then like for supplementary material, she would have me read those books, mm-hmm. which I remember being like, this is the best thing ever. Oh my god, this is, this, the shit. Yeah. This is so crazy. I like those too cuz it's like, you know, you can get into the story and mm-hmm. it's not like boring and like right 1440 yeah but it's like you know you can relate to the character and you also learn a little bit about the time sort frame. Of historical stuff yeah what it was like to live in that time period yeah those are my fave i think the one of the better benefits was reading books about we always read books about native americans and slaves and stuff yeah so we had a pretty good idea that like there are groups of people that have been severely oppressed in history rather than just like yeah whatever the public school is reading like, yeah, I think we slavery was a thing. Yeah, we read more about read about like slaves like trying to run away and getting like killed and stuff and like, stuff from like their like written from like a slave's perspective. And we stuff. read yeah. Custo of the Blackfeet. Oh my gosh! And their yeah. freaking tribe gets run through and stuff. Yeah, we read stuff it. about like the Trail of Tears. Yeah. Hope you woke. <laughs> so woke. Steph is woke. <laughs> stuff is so woke. Yep. She's woke. Good job, mom. All right. Well, oh, I think we gotta wrap up here. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, not really. Nope. Well, boys, thanks for being our first guests. How does on it feel? Psychoanalysis. Yeah. How does Pretty it feel? sweet. I expect my really... fat check to be emailed me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or I guess you can just mail it to me or give it to me in person. Okay. Uh, how right, many noted. listens do you guys get on average? Like eighteen. Oh, I was about to say like twelve or thirteen. No, about eighteen. Yeah, it's about like, like twenty or so. Well, to everybody listening. I hope yeah, you shout out it. to our well, daily listeners. Listen, our regular listeners. Love you guys. You know, what's, you know what's trippy? What? I'm going to listen to this, listening to myself talk, saying hi to myself. Huh? Hi, Mason. See, like when I hear that, I'm going to be like, whoa. Like, it's <laughs> like a big paradox, you know? Wow. The chances of me listening to this are low because I already lived it. Because it's like genius. <laughs> well, it's like, <laughs> what's the point? Just yeah, like, yeah you're right. Yeah, I'm probably yeah, gonna never not listen to this at all. Yeah, don't but, listen. I, I mean, why should I listen to something I already said? Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Grace. Good idea. I like the podcast. Thank you. 
Well, great thanks, job. Thanks. Thanks for All joining. Right. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next week. Adios.